0: Welcome everyone. My name is Martin Foster. I'm the host of the 692nd Podcast and want to do a quick episode just talking about the coronavirus and with me to share her thoughts for the 390 second and anyone else that wants to listen is the 392nd Commander, Lieutenant Colonel Stephanie Murphy. Ma'am, what do you got?
1: Hi, Martin. Hi, everybody out there. So basically, I want to talk about COVID 19 and some of the actions that military members and people um that live with them or even people in the community need to take as we transition from the increased community transmission and a moderate health protection condition level to more of a substantial level where we see more um, sustained community transmission. So a ton of emails and a lot of news, it's going out right now and the biggest concern is how are we actually reaching all our people, how are we communicating and where can they find the information that they need because there's a lot of misinformation out there but there's also so much of it. So some of the places that we've been trying to narrow down that information so that our people can actually get the meat of what they need to help them prepare, as well as to ensure that they understand what's going on. Um, Every day, with the exception of one day, because we got computer issues, um, was I'm putting out something called the Hawk Talk. So basically that is all of the military information that's coming out and that's going out via email. A lot of that information is being summed up in the newsletter that we have called HawkVid 2020, which is an amazing newsletter, and so you can actually use it as a resource, and you'll find it on multiple different domains. We've got the 15th Wing Medical Group. Um, Their Facebook page, as well as their actual SharePoint page, has an amazing amount of information. So if you do have any questions, you can look at them on Facebook, or you can actually pull up their SharePoint, or you can um, just Google them and and bring them up and they've got a ton of resources that'll help you identify what you need to include um, different different avenues of information for like emergency kits or what what the current numbers of what's being diagnosed on the island. And so where we are in terms of um, getting those kits distributed and all of that information, that is actually on the 15th Wing Medical Group. And then we also have information on the Hawaii Hawks Families page on Facebook, as well as the art page, uh, the CDC page, and on its site, and then in the local news, and then NPR has like a little bit that you can hear every day if you just have the NPR app. Um, You don't necessarily have to find them on the radio, but if you do look for them on the radio, they are, I think like channel 89 or something like that, I don't even remember. but. Basically, how are we going to do business? That's probably what everybody wants to know. Like, what's going to happen in the future? How are we actually going to do this teleworking thing, right? So depending on how you look at it, not everyone's going to work at the same time because we're all trying to reduce our footprint, right, so that we all don't get infected. Um, And that's that's the bigger concern, making sure that we are securing the health of the population on Oahu as well as our military family health and our DoD government health, right? And how do we actually perform that mission? Well, a lot of us are going to be doing teleworking. Um, so if you need a cat card reader, not, not civilians, because I'm sorry I can't give you cat card readers, <laughs> but um, our fellow hawks, if you need a cat card reader to help access your um, information or your internet, um, your OWA, come on down to 1073 and we will issue you a cat card reader. If you're going to need a computer laptop, those are actually being ordered, um, but we just don't have them yet. So it's gonna take a little bit of time. And with the supply chain, just keep in mind that it's gonna take a little while to get things to the island because there is such a demand right now for so many different things. And some of those parts or pieces come from China and it is causing a delay in all the other aspects of the supply chain. So getting computers, getting face masks, toilet paper, all of that wonderful stuff, that, that may take a while sometimes to get on island. So teleworking is gonna be a challenge, but I think we're all up to it, all our hawks. Um, Some of the other things we're gonna look at using is Zoom. So I'm pretty excited about this, we're gonna test this out. And hopefully we can actually do business conferencing that way. Um, There's a ton of civilian businesses that use Zoom and I think that there's so much great potential in this actual application. So I can't wait to start using it. I'm pretty sure the first few instances are gonna be pretty funny, Um, but we'll see how that works. (laughs) Um, We've been using Instant Messenger. So I think that's also pretty awesome because we have so many different pieces of technology, and we've talked about this before, Martin, in like um, another episode where there's just so much technology out there and so many ways of doing social networking that it's just a great time to be here. I think. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna just really look at how do we reduce our footprint, and with that, we're also probably looking at reducing some of our services. So where a person used to be able to come in and access a ton of people to say hey i, I want to do one dot not and get all of my out processing done in one day they may need to make an appointment or they may need to go what exactly do i need to get done and prioritize that stuff so that they can actually talk to the individuals that are there and we can schedule a time for them so that they're not exposed that long but they can also out process and so it may just take a little bit more time. And then we're going to put out tons and tons of emails because yeah. that's, that's our thing right now is email. Right. Um, so I do know that a lot of people are going, Oh my gosh, what do we know? Right. We know a lot, but we also don't know a lot. Um, this, this virus just keeps growing. And the more every day that, you know, we encounter it as Americans we are learning more. We are learning more from the Italians. We are learning more from the Chinese. And what we do know is that we know the symptoms, right? And I think that's like causing a lot of concern. With COVID-19, you can have mild symptoms, you can have really severe symptoms, but they're all respiratory issues. So that's a bigger key to, to remember. So if you're thinking, if you don't have a fever, if you don't have cough, if you don't have shortness of breath, you probably don't need to be in the COVID line trying to get a test. Right? You probably need to just go to urgent care to a regular doctor and like alleviate that um, spot so that someone else who might have COVID can actually have that spot and be diagnosed. So I think that's a bigger issue that we're seeing um, are people who are concerned that they may have it and they're not really sure what to do and they're afraid of dying. And that's, really, that's a huge fear, you know? And I'm not gonna be able to alleviate that fear for everyone But, and I don't want to downplay it because this is a crazy, crazy, serious disease. However, that, that being said, you know, I want people to know that in order for us to actually battle this disease appropriately, we got to let the medical community do what they do best. And we have to help them by not overburdening the system. Because that just takes people away from doing their job, right? So... Things that you can do if you think you have it. Call before you visit your doctor, right? If you've got a medical appointment or if you want a medical appointment, call your healthcare provider and let them know that you may have COVID-19 before you go in. And then they can take the steps to actually sanitize the area and make sure they're protected before they look at you. Because they only have like so many, so many things that they can possibly um, wear and sanitize on this island. So we're going to run out of face masks soon. They've already run out of face masks in other places in the country. Um, If you don't have a face mask, you probably need to get a face mask. If you think you have COVID, if you don't have COVID, you don't need a face mask, but you can donate your face mask to anybody else who might have COVID. And that would be great. So looking out for the populace, right? How can you protect yourself? Well, Avoid close contact, right? So we're talking about um, social distancing. That's the big word right now or the big phrase. Um, also, avoid touching your face, basically your eyes, your nose, your mouth with your unwashed hands. Um, it's hard for children because that's their thing. They like touching everybody's face, right? Like, yeah. It's, it's a thing, right? But the less you touch your face, the less you have the possible issue of cross-contamination by picking up somebody else's um, molecules that were in the air because it's aerosolized, And so if you don't take those molecules and put them in your mucous membranes, you're so much better. You're way ahead, right? And then wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. That's like the birthday song twice. That could be like the alphabet song mm. twice. Um, or if you want, use an alcohol-based sanitizer that is at least 60% if soap and water aren't available. But soap and water really are your best your best fight for this because um, it actually breaks down um, the molecules adherence and, and the shape of the molecule, if I remember right, to, um, to your body so it doesn't adhere to you anymore. Whereas like sanitizer just sanitizes it. It doesn't take it off your body. Um, but if you're sick, how do you stop the spread, right? Well, you stay at home. If you're sick, you stay at home. Um, If you've got the flu, if you've got a regular cold, go to your doc, call your doc, make sure that they give you the drugs that you need. If you think it's just a regular cold, stay at home, talk to your supervisor, and go get drugs, not not bad drugs, like pharmacy drugs, like like Sudafed. (laughs) Yeah, prescribed. (laughs) Yes. And then make sure you're taking care of yourself, you know? If you cover a cough or a sneeze, use a tissue, and then throw away the tissue right after it. Um, and then disaffect everything that you touch, like, all the time. We are going to be the cleanest people on the face of this planet if we do this. <laughs> Lots of good stuff. Um, but you can call public health. So the public health number, if you think you have COVID and you want to at least get in the queue, um, is 808-448-6272 or 808-590-4993 and if you don't get an answer please leave a message and hopefully they'll call you back and do a risk assessment on you. Um, for the urgent care centers there are four that actually um, anyone who has TRICARE can actually access um, and it's active duty family members and retirees and the the authorized ones are Braun Urgent Care in Kailua, Island Urgent Care in Pearl Kai, Concentrate, Urgent Care in Honolulu. I think I said that right. It was Concentra or Concentra. I don't know. It's at 545. And I'm going to jack up this word too. O-H-O-H-I-A Street. And um, then there's Island Urgent Care in Hawaii Kai. So those are the four different places you can go to get seen. And TRICARE has actually worked with them. So they're authorized agents. And so that's the best place to go if you're sick for anything, whether it's, if it's COVID, you wanna call ahead to let them know. But for any other any other type of illness, I would just go there. And then the thing we need to remember, oh my gosh, keep in touch with your family and friends. Right now, you're not the only one who's scared. There are a whole bunch of people, like my parents, they're in their 60s and they have to be like sequestered away. My sister can't even see them because she's a medical worker And so they're scared, she's scared. Like the best thing to do is talk to them. Make sure you're talking to your family, your friends, and make sure that you keep that um, communication open with like your supervisor, your coworkers, because the more we share in this, the easier it is for us to be more resilient. And then double check your emergency kit. Like I'd plan right now, not that you want 60 days worth of water, because we can actually get perishables, but your unperishables, and especially your toiletries, you probably want like 60 days worth of toiletries. You know, not everyone's gonna be carrying your deodorant, especially if the supply lines like start to get hiccuped. So if you don't have enough deodorant for 60 days, you might wanna go get some. (sighs) Same thing with hairspray. Um, And then there's a ton of different things. So like, if you've seen the recent Hawk Talk, there's a lot of online education you can do, whether that is something to do for the career field, or whether that is a bunch of free courses being given by um, Yale and Harvard. They've actually come out with that. Um, so there's a lot of different free resources that you can do while you're, you're hanging out at home trying to telework and, and be on your kind of work break. Um, you can read books, you can clean out the garage, go take a walk, all this great stuff. It's a way to re-embrace life, I think but you gotta realize that like in the next 60 days, things are gonna change so dramatically and it's nothing to fear. It's a time to like learn. It's a time to learn about yourself. It's a time to learn about your friends, your family. But if you're not willing to open up to that and you're too rigid, then if you get upset about like your deodorant not being on the shelf and you can't adapt to a different scent because there's an issue in the supply chain, then life is gonna be really difficult for you as the days go on. And this is not gonna end anytime soon. Like I know right now we're looking at at least 15 days, but the reality is I think it's gonna be like longer than the 15 days. Especially when you look at case studies where we can look at China as an example, we can look at Italy. I'm thinking 60 days plus. So not to scare anyone, but the reality is I think we need to look at what are the changes we need to make to our lifestyle for the next 60 days plus so that we can be prepared for what's going on. So be patient and be creative. Don't lose your minds. Um, but get more informed and like be rational or rational, excuse me. Um, things to remember too, is that as news and information starts to come out faster, um, communication is going to come out more blunt and directive. And so it's, it's something to think about that it's not personal and it's not personally directed at anyone or anything you've done or anything someone else has done around you. It's actually a way to ensure that we get the information out as fast as we possibly can so that we can ensure your safety and the health of all of our Oahu family. It's also one way we can be transparent about the information that we're giving to you and be timely in that information. So take care of one another and let's have a great hakohana family and make sure that we come out of this really well at the end of at the end of covid and that's all i've got
0: No, ma'am i appreciate you taking the time i appreciate you sharing your thoughts and just providing for uh, further clarification and transparency and uh any parting shots before we close out
1: I love some of this, like, stuff that people have really started doing in terms of memes and um, just trying to make light of some of the the fear that we're seeing. So, like, for instance, um, one of the members in the squadron actually made signs for how we have to clean the, the different workstations we have, and they call them the 10 COVID-mints. I think that's amazing, and how to... And it discusses how to wash your hands, how to clean your workstation, and it's literally ten rules. And I, I think that's really, really creative. So I think seeing some more of how do we embrace something that we're scared of, kind of like tackling it head on. Yeah. That's that's pretty awesome.
0: Awesome, ma'am. I appreciate that insight, and I'm glad we were able to kind of do this impromptu. And we wanted to just uh, you and I together as the leadership team just wanted to attack this. All right everyone, uh, just please uh, share this episode. If you have questions, thoughts, feedbacks uh, or feedback, just uh, just say so. just you know uh, write it out on Facebook, email, whatever. All right everyone, thanks for listening. take care. Bye